Welcome to The Rue Report, UMKC's weekly progressive podcast where we discuss trending topics in and around campus, the Kansas City metro area, popular culture, and everything else in between that stirs the proverbial melting pot that is America. We are brought to you by the College of Arts and Sciences and the university paper, Rue News. Now, let, now let's get the wheel wit. <laughs> I was gonna say, guys, see that game last night? <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't know. Can I see that game? <laughs> <laughs> Funny man, but let's get the wheel wit, man. Yes. All his representatives on Twitter was lying about we saying that he called for overthrow of the government by the Second Amendment, and he didn't call us evil. We got his words verbatim, and we gonna play some for you today, mm-hmm. UMKC. Mm-hmm. We definitely going to play something for you today. My arm died for you at UMKC. (laughs) (laughs) R.A.P. your right arm. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Where do you want to start, Tom? Yeah, wherever. And I was like, yeah, just kind of dealer's choice. Go through it. Dealer's choice. Well, we'll start with good and evil because – the uh the clown that they be having down here, they be sending through the gauntlet, you know, having to deal with people uh, walking past them every day, looking at them like he's a loser <laughs> for standing in here hand, handing out stickers and pens and propaganda, talking this this bull crap. We want to talk about good and evil because he got on the Instagram TPUSA's Instagram page and, de- uh, page and denied it. Mm-hmm. What's his name? Oh, I don't know. I don't All right, fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing it anyway. Because of that, I, I don't care if you, if what you believe in or what you look like, anything like that. All I care is if you hate evil and you love good things. That is all I care about. But people have lost what that means because no people no longer have an objective truth. Will wit, good and evil. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, it gets into like, oh, we don't have an objective truth. We don't have an objective reality. Uh, whose fault is that, man? <laughs> like, do you think that? Like it, it, what is it? What is it? Newspapers and and scholarly journals that are just that are putting out misinformation and yeah. disinformation. Mm-hmm. No, I was like, it's fucking the Turning Point USA meme factories. It's mm. all of that stuff. I mean, I'm not saying that they're the ones behind all the memes, <gasps> but a lot of their people are. Oh. <laughs> like, As a memer, my heart cracks. Oh, you know what I mean. Oh, look, man, I look. I feel you on the memes, but as as we learn in communication theory, mm-hmm. memes are a great way to convey hidden uh, convey hidden information. Hundred mm-hmm. percent, you know, and, and to activate people's confirmation bias. Mm-hmm. I did a whole essay on r slash prequel memes. And the word meme is old, super old. Yeah, it's Greek. Like yeah, they've been like, talking about this for five thousand years now. Well, yeah, yeah. like uh, the like meme in French, which is like with a little hat on the meme. Meme. Yeah. Mimin. That means same. Mm-hmm. Like you're literally like just doing the same thing. We're being like same, <laughs> same, bro. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So what other uh, audios do you We've have? We've got there? about twenty little clips. I tried. To, I tried to keep them short because I didn't want to blow up with you know. But we just play the whole entire. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> Cancel culture. Yeah. Will Wit. I'm a big fan of unpopular ideas. Again. With the, the founding of this country, the founding of America. I'm a big fan of unpopular ideas. Sounds mm. like it, <laughs> dipshit. <laughs> I'm a big fan of. So you're a contrarian. Yeah, contrarian. That, I mean, that's all that's conservatism best is. Case scenario is that you're a contrarian. That's it. You yeah. know, like if y'all got all the like, all he did was sit up there and ask a bunch of fucking questions. Yeah. You know, yeah. like same thing, same spiel, same act. That Tucker Carlson do every night mm. on primetime. Mm. Like, you are the media, my guy. You're supposed to be giving us you, answers. You're supposed to be answering questions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> that is one of the things that I, I uh, writers don't, <laughs> it's uh, writers don't an- ask questions, they answer them. Mm. <laughs> that is one of the things that I am constantly telling uh, people when they write papers. Yes. <laughs> constantly. News media. Mm hmm. It's subjective, as I said earlier, it's two things. It's to inform or it's to sell snake oil. Mm-hmm. People just got to be able to tell the difference. Yeah. But let's continue with this dirtbag. Yeah, we got a bunch of... That happened because a, a handful of men were brave enough 
to have a difference of opinion, have a new idea, and say, screw what anyone else thinks about it. We're gonna do it anyway and stand up and start the most amazing country in the history of the world. That's what they did. That's why I'm such a fan of unpopular ideas and why cancel culture is really the biggest cancer on society that there is. No, he's the biggest cancel. He, he's the biggest cancer in this entire conservative media conglomerate, mm. you know? Like, it's it's anti-science. It's anti-intellectualism. It's anti-education. It's anti, like, all these things. And it's like, man, like, why not think for maybe a sixth minute about a, about a subject, you know? Would that be the worst thing that you did today? You know, like, heaven forbid. Is that too much to ask? So whenever you're talking about, like, governance, when you're talking about uh, political theory, ethics, philosophy, to go past five fucking minutes on a YouTube video. Can't do it. (laughs) You know what I mean? And what is ethics to the right these days? Like, there is not a single ounce of ethics or normal behavior. Yeah. Value-based behavior left in these people. I think it's kind of an ethnocentric yeah, sort super. Yeah. You know, they, the Crusades, man. Mm-hmm. They want that white ethno state. Mm-hmm. You know, Tucker Carlson came out with a truther video about uh, November first. Did you see? You see the trailers for it? No. Oh, they coming out with the truther vi- video on January sixth. A truther video about truther. January sixth. Google it right now. Just to be like, what? That they were just trespassing. Oh, is that type a, of shit? Is it Tucker Carlson thing? Tucker Carlson Productions. Oh yeah. I was I was watching Hassan Abi react to it, and I was like, what the hell is this? Wait, Tucker Carlson has a son. I mean, I'm pretty sure he got kids. Well, no, you. you I said, said Hassan Abi react. To oh, okay. I thought you said his son Abi, and I was like, oh, what? I, his, no. Yeah, he has a son Hassan. called Abi. Yeah, that's what I was like. There's a lot of things there. First off, you, <laughs> Tucker Carlson has a son named Abi. Second, <laughs> <laughs> second, he's apparently liberal. Uh, <laughs> yes. Oh, he's socialist. Oh well, there it is. Yes, let's go socialism. Let's go. <laughs> I'm right. not saying that. But yeah. funny way I'm mean, serious. Check, check that out, big dog. Okay, let's see here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a problem. Yeah, it's definitely a problem. I was like, no, no, I'm a, I'm a, uh, a big white dude named Thomas White <laughs> who lives in Missouri, you know, born in Blue Springs. If I start looking up TPUSA YouTube videos, oh, boy, like the algorithm's you. like, <gasps> I got one. <laughs> We found another. I yeah. knew it was one of these days. I got another one. <laughs> gotcha, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Says the algorithm. Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> oh, man. Dave, we love you, bro. But you look, man, this whole turf and trying to trying to be like some hero for, you know, against council culture. Bro, bad energy, man. Yeah. You know, wrong, wrong fight. You know, what's funny is I, I saw, uh, gosh, there was a comedian. His name's Chris Cubis. I'm glad I remember that name. He's not necessarily super famous. Um, but he uh, he had this bit where he was like, at least Eddie Murphy had the dignity to just go have sex with a trans person rather than to obsess about him for years and make four specials about it. And I, <laughs> I was like, damn, that's really funny. Uh, and you want to talk about trans culture, man? Uh, you know? Like, again. Like, what the hell are they doing to you? Nothing. They yeah. made signs in the 60s. That said, race mixing is communism, <laughs> and that race mixing was a was a threat to the white traditional family. You just fast forward sixty one years later, it's and, still here, and it's still the it's still the same repackaged argument. Now it's now it's the trans and the gay people coming for the family. You know, mm-hmm. oh my God, it's like no one's com- no one's coming for families. Like that's one of the things that I've never understood. Oh, I understand it. This They're is coming central, from my non-existent central, relationship. Central tenant to, to fascistic thinking and far-right extremism. Well, also, I mean, it motivates fear. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah. like I feel like there it is your duty as a human, especially one that lives in America, to not be so assuaged by fear. Like, be better than that. Everybody, when somebody's trying to sell you fear... <laughs> Would you like some fear? Yeah, hi. Would you like to try some of this fear? Whenever bucks. someone's trying to sell you fear... They're trying to sell you something else, you know. Like they're trying, it's they're trying to animate you to do some shit that's against your interest, more than likely. Yeah, and I want to believe that most of the conservatives out here in America have been duped, but I don't know. 
You yeah. know, it's hard. It's hard to really make a distinction between any of y'all. Any of y'all at this point. Yeah, but what was I looking up? Tucker Carlson went. Tucker Carlson's <laughs> truther video. Oh God, it's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Oh, guess what, man? Hmm. I think I, I think I outed myself to the Nazis at work. <laughs> <laughs> I think I outed myself. They was they was looking at me pretty hard the other night. Oh, shit. Uh, what what gave run. you away? Oh, uh, what gave me away? <laughs> TPUSA gave me away. <laughs> like, oh my god! They didn't. They going really off the deep end. He's, he's saying it's a false flag operation. Mm-hmm. Uh, Geraldo Rivera is calling quote bullshit, and Liz Cheney is urging Rupert Murdoch to step in. Good lord! Murdoch ain't stepping in. No. What do you mean? No, that's his. That's his. Uh, that's his prize pony right there. Yeah, prize. <laughs> but here we go. Back to Will Wood. Mm-hmm. BLM hates God. This is why the left wants to destroy God in the West because they thrive off of this chaos. Look at socialism and all the things they preach when it comes to that. That is chaos. Look at these Black Lives Matter protesters going into cities and destroying them. That is chaos. Mm-hmm. BLM is against God, and we going into cities and for chaos. Yeah. Like, you got to be kidding me, man. Like, as a black dude in America, I don't even own a gun. And you know why I don't own a gun? Because the moment I come in contact with a police officer, that Second Amendment right that you clinging to, that you trying to suppress my first wit, go out the fucking window. <laughs> of of course you know uh, why California doesn't have open carry laws, right? Oh, yeah, because a bunch of Black Panthers walked up in the state house yeah. back back when Reagan was the governor, mm-hmm. you know? That's exactly why California ain't got open carry. Yeah. That's exactly why the NRA ain't came to not one of these brothers' defenses who didn't even have it. The ones that did have guns. Philando Castile had a gun. I ain't see the NRA mm-hmm. come to his defense in any way, shape, or form. Not one. And guess what, man? With the NRA. Ethan Morris, dick bag. <laughs> Damn. They they running all through propaganda uh, propagandizing the military. Mm-hmm. Like, I think the the NRA might be on their they're kind of on a downturn. Yeah, they on a downturn. You know, they because like, suddenly they're not no. extreme enough, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, they they went they went bankrupt taking that Russian money. You know, 2015, 2016. Mm-hmm. Believe me, they tied to that Russian investigation in in, in America. I'm going to say it again. You need to pay attention, man. The way white evangelical conservatives hate anything that's outside of their strict religious and fallible moral beliefs, the white Russian is the same. You know, they holding biker rallies in Russia talking about fuck Obama. Because, you know, he had any amount of an effect on them. (laughs) But again. No, I think, I really think the animating part of Barack Obama is that these poor whites, <laughs> my people, unfortunately, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> these poor whites have been told their whole lives for generations, you know, hey, you don't, it's not, it's not so good for you, but you know what? At as least you got, as long as you got it better than that, that, that jigaboo over there. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, uh, look, man. I'm, it's, y- y'all pulling ideologies that been that that been they've, they've been, been to- floating around for a thousand years now. Yeah, you've been told because that was a way to keep you know classes in order, basically. Because mm-hmm. it's it, you know rich white people mm-hmm. <laughs> go to poor white people and go, well, like, hey, yeah. you know, you got a job, maybe you don't need that raise because otherwise I'm just gonna get this black yeah, person. I'm just, gonna, I'm just gonna get this, this, you know, this black person now. Oh, oh now, uh-huh. now it's the immigrant. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and so. You hear that for so many years. You hear that for so many generations. You internalize it. You internalize it, and then whenever you see a black man, any any of us that makes some progress, be that successful, mm-hmm. and not only that, overcome things that you could not overcome. Who you telling? Preach time. <laughs> you know, like if you're somebody in Appalachia, you've told yourself a story. There's a certain narrative. Mm-hmm. I mean, not to pigeonhole Appalachia, but like that type i live super close to there so yeah, yeah, i don't disagree yeah you know the rust belts mm-hmm. the 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 you know mm-hmm. unfortunately like the people who are the quote-unquote forgotten people yeah you know when you when those people um you know they've told themselves that oh you know it's it's this or it's that that it you know has caused me to not be able to succeed it's the reason i'm on welfare it's the reason i'm on you know food stamps and then they see barack obama mm-hmm. come from a shittier situation and become president. And become president. A after Harvard going to grad. Columbia, I mean, and Columbia Harvard. and Harvard, yeah. And then was you know 
editor of the Harvard Law Review mm-hmm. and does all this stuff. When you see that, it drives you fucking nuts. Drives it, you mad. Because it goes against your narrative. It goes against what you've thought, and now you have to look at yourself and go, am I a piece of shit? Yep. <laughs> you a <laughs> you know loser I mean? who didn't do nothing with your life, man. You just yeah. stuck in the coal mine all day like Joe Manchin told your ass, and you turned out at the end with nothing and black lung, you know, yeah. <laughs> black lung disease. Yeah, and uh, it, that's that's a tough thing. I mean, like that's kind of what happens. It sucks. That it's it's rooted in racism, and it sucks that like instead of instead of going like, oh, okay, if that person can do this, like, as I found Barack Obama to be an inspirational character, super, like uh, in a major way. E- even if he was a poor white dude from Appalachia who survived, because I've been to Appalachia, man, like. <laughs> Well, it's a rough deal. It's I a, couldn't even. I, it's a third world country. I couldn't even live there. Mm-hmm. Like, there is no way I could live anywhere in Appalachia oh, and no. be like, how the fuck am I going to make it out of here? Like, the fact that Randy Moss made it out of there by playing football <laughs> is, a, is a miracle. He's from Rand, West Virginia. Yeah. Been there, buddy. Uh-huh. One of the poorest places on, on, on the planet, man. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, them people barely got functioning plumbing out there. It's so bad. Yeah. No, like I even like I feel uncomfortable, <laughs> and that's you, me, boy. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not uncomfortable in a lot of places, uh, but yeah, no, because I I feel like a class traitor or something. <laughs> like the whole time I'm, I'm serious, like by doing like okay for myself, <laughs> you know, like it's one of those things where it just it feels weird. I don't know. That that might be my own bullshit. <laughs> yeah, man. I live I live in. Hampton Roads, Virginia, for, mm-hmm. from 2009 to 2020, and I had to travel through Appalachia all the time, the Blue Ridge Mount, Mountains, to drive west. It's pretty. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. But once Cumberland you, Gap and all that. Yeah, but once you get off in the in the thicket of that motherfucker. Oh, for sure. Yep. You see the underbelly of America for real, for real. Yeah, yeah. Another story. Story time this week. Woo! You know? Myth. Lawrence's stories with racism in America. <laughs> I, I, can write, I can write a whole book about this shit. Do it. I plan on it. But I got I, I got other projects first, you know, like this rhetoric thing with white supremacy. I'm gonna break that down to parade rest, you know. Mm-hmm. I actually have to write an essay on rhetoric, so now I've got you know. What about it? Just what it is and why. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, just hit us up. We'll give you some free game. Woo! Yeah. I was but, like, I'm uh, in the middle of writing like a 12-page paper about John Gruden's bullshit. Oh, hit him! <laughs> they settled out and got that sucker contract, man. Like that's the did. thing. Y'all want to talk about cancel culture, man? What that dude said in them emails, he don't deserve no money. <laughs> like, who who deserves to get paid? And this is how you feel about other to people. To do nothing. To do nothing. Yeah. To play a game. And you, you know, embarrassed your team. You know, like, the Raiders, I, I obviously, growing up in Kansas City, not a big fan. But, like, they had the first black uh, NFL head coach. You know, like, they had some shit. Art Shell. Yeah, like, they had, like, a pretty... You know, pretty progressive, pretty uh, relatively progressive um, culture. And then you bring in, you know, fuckboy John Gruden, who's out there. I mean, has anybody ever heard anybody use the term rubber lips to describe somebody lying? That's insane. Mm-hmm. I, I searched all over the Internet to try to find it. Once. Couldn't find it. It's not even on. It's not even on an urban dictionary. <laughs> Like now, <laughs> like after he said it, <laughs> the like, algorithm couldn't even find that player. I'm not kidding. Like I, I spent maybe 45 minutes looking for this because I wanted to, you know, turn yeah, over, turn I over the stuff. Know. I was like, you know, well, because I was writing the paper about it, so I was like, you know, that's his. That was his first defense. Was oh well, you know, I just yeah. when people rubber lips, that just means you're a liar, and I was exaggerating. And you're like, well, you know, it seems a lot more likely that you're using a racial trope, but especially since you started with dumb Morris. <laughs> Has lips the size of Michelin tires. Hey, I hope what a they, piece of shit. I hope they release all them emails because believe me, they go way further than that, boy. Oh, for sure. You know, and not only that, I think, I think probably Bruce Allen and mm-hmm. uh, what's it was his a name? joke. Uh, either way, it's probably it, they they probably going with Kaepernick in there. They talking about concussions. It it, it can go it can go many different oh, directions. I mean, they, see, like he tried over like two or three times to like. Just kind of like deny it and then like bolster his own shit, being like, oh, you know, I'm proud of who I am and who I stand for. I don't have a racist bone in my body, not for 58 years, you know, this whole thing. And so he keeps doing that. And then, like, you know, first it's the Demoris thing. And then it was the <laughs> called Roger Goodell a pussy, which, you know what? No one cared about. Nobody cared. <laughs> which I think is hilarious. Funny. Like, of, like, of all the things that he said, that was the one that, like, eh. 
like I, there was a there was a news conference the next day. No one asked him about it. No one. <laughs> His boss. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But the P, the P word, which is hilarious. That <clears throat> like that's, that, that just shows you that shows you how much uh, people don't care for Roger Goodell. No, uh, but he's a loser. So like no one cared about that. Um, and then you know so he he looks like he's gonna weasel his way out. He's still trying to you know like oh I just want to talk about football. And then like they lose a game next day. New York Times drops this piece that's like. There's a lot more than that, <laughs> you know. Like there's a lot more than that, and it's over the span of like seven years that we know of. And then he was like, "All right, I gotta, I gotta quit. I gotta get out of here. <laughs> like I gotta, I gotta get out of here before there's more." Gotta Run. go. <laughs> yeah. Got a dash. Check oh my this God, out, that dude though. Is something else. We'll win. We back again, man. Greatest <laughs> hits. Yeah, this is just like a. You never know what you're gonna. This is a box of chocolates. A box of chocolate. Yeah. Never Yummy. know what you're gonna get, man. It's I'm pretty sure. I mean, y'all talking about Tom Hanks is a terrorist now, you know? No, a pedophile too. <laughs> yeah, Who that's that. That's the next that's conspiracy insane. theory. That's, insane, dude. That's, that's what Q done. That's that's what they do, man. All of a sudden, you know, Tom Hanks is out there drinking baby blood and raping Yummy. kids. Like, come on, hey, like, man. Tom Hanks is a national treasure. Be afraid of the left, clip. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I say, first thing I always say is people who are afraid of what the left is going to do to them now should be far more worried about what's going to happen in the future if they do what they know. Because the left, will, the left will, will take everything, and not just the left, but the, the, the non Oh, the non, well, the, just all the non white people, the immigrants. <laughs> We're going to take everything for you, man. You know? Yeah. It goes back to this argument earlier, man. What have we taken from you? <laughs> Yeah. America has no manufacturing base because of corporate greed and racism. They understood that after the war efforts of the 20th century, mm-hmm. mid, that the work demographics in America was changing. They ain't want to give us that money so we could build equity in our lives with our families. So what they do? They ship the jobs overseas. And don't And, and you can't blame less. You can't blame the government for that a thousand percent. These corporations have been trying. They've been trying mm-hmm. forever. Everything in America is about profits, austerity, people. That's something you need to understand about our economics in America right now. Mm-hmm. Now, money's the real god of America. 100 percent. And he making 15000 a month, people, allegedly, to, to come to Kansas City. To talk this hot garbage. <laughs> I don't even make $400 a month. What? Yeah. What are you doing? I work at the... She, she a work study, man. She a 19... Uh, oh, not okay. just the work study. I also work at the bookstore. Yeah, I mean, she a 19-year-old college student, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I could be real, man. This is the brokest I done been in my life, man. Oh, I'm, I'm, I do apply I, for, um, I'm pretty uh, for broke food right stamps. I'm too, but I was like, man, that's... Straight up. I just applied for food stamps. Yeah. I oh, mean, yeah. $400 a month, that's not livable. Look, I'm a single dad. I mm-hmm. just applied for the first time in my life, and I don't give a damn. I spent 10, 10 and a half years fighting for this joint. Yeah. Supporting suckers like you, I mean, Will Witt and, and Mr. Morris. You know? you know? Like, it, that's that's the argument that they always make. It's like, oh, you know, these freeloaders. And it's like, man, you do that for when you pay those taxes for whenever you need it. Yep. You know, yes. like, because shit happens. You know, like, I had never not worked... Like I, the longest I had been unemployed since I was like 15 years old was two days, and then the pandemic hit. Mm-hmm. You know, like I had to apply for uh, unemployment. You know, like everybody did. Yeah, I mean, I I literally moved here. I mean, I, you I'm, know, it's it's just like it, thank God that was there. You know, like seriously, like that was a godsend. Like I was mm-hmm. freaking the fuck out, <laughs> like because it was like, oh, you think that. Like, I'd always been like, well, there's always bartending. Like, worst case scenario, I've always got that. I always, you know, that's a l- good little uh, chunk of money that is always a- available to me. And then uh, until it isn't. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? My last year in the Navy, I made 76K. Straight up. Mm-hmm. And I gave that up for principal. And you don't have time to spend it. Nope. <laughs> you know, like, that's the... That's, that's the thing. Yeah. But gave mm-hmm. up 76K. So I come out here and get on this mic and thrash your sorry ass. <laughs> Yeah, my family we we suffered under the corporations and government. So I made some sacrifices, baby. You know, I Mm -hmm. I moved to Kansas City. I got here six weeks before the pandemic. I didn't even have a chance to look for a fucking job. Mm -hmm. You know, and here we are two two years later, and I'm still surviving, and ain't complaining, and they paying you this amount of money to be a propaganda arm for a bunch of old, washed up losers. (laughs) 
They don't call it selling out for no reason. Man, <laughs> sell out. Now you sold out for white supremacy and fascism, mm-hmm. Mr. Morris, Ethan Morris, Corporal. Well, a Corporal in the Marine Corps, what, an E4, I think? You no, ain't I even, couldn't tell you. Eh, I forgot. I don't know. Let me look it up. Those are ranks. Oh, <laughs> man, I feel like I'm the, I'm the airhead on this no, podcast. No, 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 no. I, I feel like you represent the, uh, you represent, like, the the listener. Because <laughs> <laughs> it can get a little inside baseball sometimes. And I'm like, what? That's a, a Dave Chappelle reference. <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> yeah, he Who's an E4. Dave a nobody at this point. You a grunt. If they took you, depending on what your job was, if America was still fighting in one of these foreign wars, they sit your old scary ass on the ground somewhere and put a rifle in your hand. You know? All these wannabe tough guys, man. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't know what I had to survive out there, boy. I ain't got no clue. Like, I know everything about you. I done seen the thousands of you. Like, I put in that Facebook post before you, I mean, uh, that Instagram uh comment section before you deleted all all of your your whole life he erased himself from instagram sucker all these want to be tough guys he's on there talking tough too calling me a disappointment and i'm yeah. a, and i'm a sham and you didn't learn nothing from your service and man, you lost sight of what you were fighting for <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's why i was like i wasn't gonna say shit to that whole thing yeah. and, then, or, and then i saw that i was like hey let's calm our tits huh like <laughs> like, like let's, let's chill all right you're getting was, a little it's getting to be a bit much. I was <laughs> going to tell jokes on that whole thing. I was like, I probably should not get involved in this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, nah, tell all the jokes you want. Because it's funny to me, you mm-hmm. know? Like, I'm the real patriot over here. And I ain't, and I can be I can be a thousand percent, man. I didn't join the Navy for some, some death cult wish to go die for America. I surely did not. I use it like all the rest of them white boys. And that's no offense to any no no offense to any white people. I just need to find a new term, you know. It's, it's coming straight <laughs> off the cuff, you know what I'm saying? But trust me, they in there raping the government every day, and then go home and sit a bunch amongst the uh, sit amongst a bunch of guns that the NRA then then fear monger they ass in the buying and fear me coming to take something from them. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, dude, and get paid by the government every day. You fit that category now. The only thing I'm going to be taking from you is five bucks so I can play, pay for my next meal. <laughs> <laughs> I got you, big dog. You know, you need something, let me know. But yeah, back to Will Whip, man. Hey. Who's Ooh, that? That's somebody from student government. She working OSI. Ooh. Okay. Is that she, a was there that, thing? she was there that night. In, in what capacity? In her work capacity. Okay. Oh, okay. Just I figured as much. Just because you on your work capacity, I don't know what you think at this point. I know plenty of black dudes right now that have been radicalized. Hmm. You know? And Assault, they all Jesus. They all no, you no, did not. No, it ain't ain't got nothing about they they radicalized in white supremacy for real. Cancel culture. Jesus. Black people is lazy. Immigrants mm. are stealing my jobs. I done heard it all, you know. The women and feminism is the devil. Damn, sorry I have rights. <laughs> And these are from these these are from <laughs> black men I've been doing all my life, man. Yeah. Like Good I, God. When I say my spidey senses be like, <laughs> I need to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'll be like, oh man, I I love y'all, but dude, y'all y'all, y'all misguided, boy. You know, y'all y- y'all y'all turning into Ali Alexander out here. <laughs> I'm just waiting on one of y'all to go ahead and pull out a hot comb and straighten your hair, you know? <laughs> you you all the way now, you know? <laughs> but let's let's go back to Will Witt, man. And his and his defender, E4 Corporal in the in the United States Marine Corps. Here we go. CRT versus gentrification. Oh yeah. They'll come and they'll say, Hey, black people are oppressed, white people are the oppressor, and it's your fault for this, right? And they'll tell you all of this. And then what are the big financial firms in America, the Wall Street firms, what are they doing behind the scenes? They're going into communities where minorities live, and they are buying up single-family homes, and they are turning them into rental properties. The number one way to, you guys know the number one way to build wealth in this country? It's by getting a house. It's through real estate. So these big financial firms who are... Now, that's a half-truth right there. Exactly. Go ahead and break it down, Tom. Yeah, so... A couple things. <laughs> One, CRT does not go in and go, uh, black people are oppressed, white people are the oppressors, you are the, it's your fault. That is not the case. You're the bad guy. Yeah, that is not the case. Um, they, <laughs> Stay with your life. Yeah, I've, I've, again, 
Tom White, okay? Like, if it was the case, I'd let you know. <laughs> like, it's not the case. One. Two, yes, the best way to gain uh, wealth is from homeownership because basically every time you pay a mortgage, sands the interest, you are loaning yourself money in a, in a sense. And also the investment tends to go up. So it is a good way to build wealth. Now, why aren't black people or people of color able to get to do this? Do we think that it's a new phenomenon, Will Wit? <laughs> do we think that it's, oh, it's, it's corporatist these days? No. This is a systematic thing that's been there for a long time. It's long time. It's called redlining. Yeah, uh, it's called redlining. And, I, and I know, I know. This is a radical idea, but like, you know, there are racial covenants uh, mm -hmm. still. Covenants in, in Kansas City, no peep, less. Peep that word. Right now, we are in Kansas City, the birthplace of redlining. Mm -hmm. Yeah, seriously. Like, especially right the, anywhere the, these west old of houses, uh, like right uh, over here. Anywhere. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it, read a book, Jack. Because basically, what this dude is doing is he's going, "Hey, you hate," um, and that's not to say that um, right now there are a lot of um, people that are doing just just buying up real estate like crazy, mm -hmm. like larger companies and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, like every time that there's like cash offers, like if you hear somebody be like, "Oh, I got a cash offer," like a literal cash offer, that's you know mm -hmm. one of these investment firms, one of these. Mm -hmm. um, so that does exist. Wholesaling. Yeah, but it's not new. Like, that's been around for a long time. No. It's not like it's at this increased level to the point that it's it's overshadowing uh, the fact that generations of black people or people of color couldn't own a home because literally, w the red line is literally they would not sell a house past a certain place to somebody who was tan. Basically, mm -hmm. you know, and, like or darker, and you know what's even more sinister to that? Yeah, my grandmother, right here in Kansas City, Tempor owned a home, bought mm -hmm. it in the era of redlining in mm -hmm. the 1960s, right? I bet I know where this is going. The same home that she bought west of Truce mm -hmm. went up. You say west of Truce, yeah, west of Truce. She, okay. she lived off 77th in Brooklyn, okay. Right, right off, right off Hickman Mills Drive. Okay, and, uh, I know where that is. Heading, heading towards uh, the old industrial district down there with the John Deere factory and shit. John Deere left here and said, "Fuck South Kansas City." Used to have a have a, a bustling industrial factory over there. They said, "Oh man, we taking this to Mexico, man. We mm -hmm. gotta gotta pay the black people now." You know, NAFTA. <laughs> you know, now that's government and corporate policy. Now who's lobbying the government so they can get those policies? Yeah, you know, mm. it's like but that's even a deeper conversation. Yeah, but um. Uh, house valued at such and such, same home, uh, three bedroom, two bath, two car garage, mm -hmm. basement, same val house, west of Truce, four hundred thousand dollars now. Jeez. Oh, you same same exact property. Who who drew those lines? And who came up with that subjective value on, on, on how much they would appreciate value? I know black people didn't. <laughs> well, I mean, I have an aunt that uh, she, uh, she's a white lady. <laughs> it's my aunt. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> we love you white people, though, man. Like, <laughs> but like, she, uh, she bought no a house um, kind of like in here, uh, like kind of just south of, uh, of where we are at UMKC, basically. Mm -hmm. But east of Truth. East of Truth. She's lived there for probably 15 years or so. It's a beautiful old home. Mm -hmm. And uh, I went to go visit her because I when I was living in Waldo, she was pretty close, you know. Um, and, you know, we were just chatting. And I was like, man, this is a beautiful house. You know, like, it's really, really nice. And she was like, yeah, you know. Um, the problem is uh, <laughs> nothing delivers here. Um, and my homeowner's insurance is, like, through the roof. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, really? And she's like, yeah, um, two blocks this way. That's not the case. Like, two city blocks, man. Yeah. Walking distance. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. you could, uh, Pat Mahomes could throw a ball that far, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, like it's it's right there. And, you and know. And they gave him $500 million <laughs> for throwing, throwing a, a, a oblong pigskin that's, <laughs> that, that's, you know, weighs a few ounces. Yeah. It's a... Uh, yeah, that was, the, that was, I think, my first exposure to that. Because mm -hmm. it was, you know... Probably, I don't know, several years ago. I mean, my grandfather 
he worked for the um for what it, for what is now Honeywell. You know, oh, um, yeah, that's a that's a company. Yeah, that's a company. <laughs> but couldn't but couldn't buy a home west of Truce. Could Shut not. Up. Working at Honeywell. Work working at what is now Honeywell. I forgot they used to call it Bendix. The plant that they tearing down used yeah, to be yeah, right yeah. on ninety fifth and Truce. He yeah, retired yeah. from there. Could not buy a home west of Truce during that era. Good lord. You know. Well, yeah. So that's what we're getting. So like that is why that's historically happened, and you know they're trying to basically stop that um and i think i even saw like i think it was merrick garland there was somebody um was going to start uh, prosecuting uh like the real estate practices of mm-hmm. only suggesting you know yeah because that's the modern day redlining is yeah. that you only suggest that white people live west of truest or mm-hmm. you know whatever your city's dividing line is mm-hmm. you know and that's <laughs> every city in america man yeah and guess what man wholesaling now Ain't no different than blockbusting. That's what I thought you were going to say, by <laughs> the way. No different, ain't no different than blockbusting. I 100% was, thought uh, that's where you were going. Uh, during, during desegregation, man. You know, mm-hmm. the good old trick uh, of mm-hmm. real estate agents used to pay uh, poor black people who, who, you know, Uncle Tom's, that, that, that poster y'all posted in the hag wall, them, them, them suckers, used to pay them to walk down neighborhoods to scare white people mm-hmm. so they could, they could sell their homes at a lower price. Yeah, so they panic sell their house. Panic, panic sell their house, and then black people move in and they charge them double of what the value of the home is. Because black people, this is their first time in America ever having, you know, the ability to buy homes. So they just happy and ecstatic that they can live mm-hmm. in a neighborhood and not quarantine in the ghetto. And you know me- what I'm saying? And meanwhile, they went out and built suburbs. And where do those white people go? Mm-hmm. All there, white flight, man. Sound, yeah. I mean, none of this sound like it happened in a vacuum. Like the entire freeway system. Yeah, that's another. Where, one. where I live, only in the past ten years have we started to see more people of color living in our neighborhood. Look, I and seen, I was so ecstatic about it. I seen, <laughs> I seen a cat that I grew up with, um, playing basketball with. Man, dude was cold, just like me. We was, we was out here getting in the streets on the basketball court, man. Like you know, <laughs> if 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 trauma wasn't a part of my life, I probably could have been an athlete, you know. But you know, things happen, whatever. Mm. But I seen him at uh, the Target and Lee Summit, and I was happy to see dude, man, because I mean, you know, you leave Kansas City as a black dude, you come back, some of these motherfuckers ain't making it, you know. Mm-hmm. Whether it's they suicided, whether they got killed by the police, whether it's drug addiction, you know, they homeless, or you know, they just get murdered, you know, for just trying to make their money in the streets out here. So it was really good to see, dude. This told me he lived in Greenwood. I was <gasps> just like, he lives where I live. I was like, I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, boy, me and my family moved to Greenwood. I said, oh shit. Use a brave, use a brave brother, boy. You know, because mm-hmm. that's past Ty George Road, and we already know what that's about, man. I appreciate uh Mr. <laughs> William Bell and that Ty George uh Road reference in the middle of the practicum. You know, <laughs> we still got roads here in, in the metro area uh named after former KKK leaders. Jesus, <sighs> I guess you didn't know that either, Will Wit. <laughs> Fucking chump. I didn't know that that you were gonna say Greenwood. Yeah, he moved to Greenwood, and I was just like, "Man, you was a you was a G boy," because I ain't never moving out there. <laughs> Lee, I never thought I'd be living in Lee Summit. I was man. gonna say, I was like, "You're, you're, you're I'm close. You're, oh, I'm, you're putting up against it. I'm on the precipice, man. You know, like I, insurrectionists, they all in my neighborhood, and they got money. They going out, going on boats and shit every weekend out, out there on the lake. You know, as yeah. somebody who was raised in Greenwood, my family's lived there for about 17 years now. Um. Yeah, we got we got some shit going on now over there, all right? <laughs> I mean, you ain't got to tell me, man. Yes. You know, like everybody's got mixed feelings about where they're from. It's yeah. okay. Again, Uh-oh. Odessa, Missouri. <laughs> My man, but Tom came about the swamp, man. You know what? <laughs> he followed the path of righteousness. <laughs> we going to we going to church today, Prager U and TPUSA. Yeah. Punk mother. <laughs> Fauci. And and this fool had the men had the nerve. To utter the words collective good out of his mouth. Oh, yeah. Mm. I think you're about to hear that. Yeah. Dr. Fauci, our favorite guy. And he came out and said, you know, I don't know if we're going to be able to have people at Christmas coming together. Um, we don't know yet. But you have, to, you have to do this for the greater good. That's the kicker. The greater good. Never trust anyone who says that we are doing this for the greater good. Because people who put the, the good of the society above the good of the individual are the people who only have a hidden agenda. 
Man, well, de- Tom, debunk that. Just what quickly. a fucking cynical point of view, by the way. <laughs> it's always just like, war on Christmas so shit. So cynical. Yes, it's war on Christmas. And also, I don't know, not to, I don't want to get into all that, but so you take what, you know, you hold dearest. And I don't know if we're going to get together by Christmas. That little impression. Mm. Yeah. It's Horrible like, comedian, man. Yeah, and it's like, it's not that coded either. No. If you catch what I'm saying. Nah, it ain't. Uh-huh. You know? He's he he's the old he's the old rusty Jew. <laughs> trying to steal Christmas from us. Look, man. That's exactly what he was doing. Wait, That's exactly that, what he was doing. Wait, is Gosh Jewish? I don't know. He's Italian, but even still. Any oh, okay. but any, that's the most most people in that well the name is Italian. I don't know what he is, but guess what? The people in that audience would know, you know? Mm-hmm. I, majority of them in there is dumb as a box of rocks. And I and I say that confidently. <laughs> <laughs> Confidently, you know, he was good. I like the Jewish question. I need my black people to really just really understand that history because right now in contemporary America, the Jewish question has morphed into BLM, gay, trans people, and black men. I need y'all to Google and research the Jewish question because it's the same thing, the exact same thing. So here's something fun. There is a conspiracy theorist who was on Fox News saying that Fauci was paid off by the Jews, mm-hmm. as, of course, oh. that's how that goes. Yeah, you know, but good old, good old boogeyman. Anyway. <laughs> I mean, Will Witt's poster. I seen, I've, I've actually looked at media propaganda from, from mm-hmm. the 1940s, 1950s, like, you know, visual imagery. Yeah. Will Witt's campus ground photo had a... Uh, a bunch of dark shadows and people with hoods on imposed behind him and had him standing before the audience in light. Wait, mm. wait, I'm confused. You got to understand that the visual aspect of far-right movements and extremism is even more power. That, that's why meme culture is so powerful. Yep. Ninety percent of what we learn oh, as human shit, beings. I did not catch that, bro. I caught it. Interesting. Interesting. A whole crowd mob. They did the same thing. Holy shit! Throughout all fascist movements, where they would have faces of a Jewish purpose, person looking like a ghoul or a demon in visual form. Like ninety percent of what we really internalize comes through imagery, iconography. Yeah. Like people are gonna forget these words within forty eight hours. Yeah. But but that picture sticks in their mind forever. Truth. But yeah, get back to the Fauci thing. First off, the greater good. So here's the deal with that. Every time that somebody says don't trust anyone who says the greater good, that whole thing, right? Um the United States is formed on two basic political ideas. Um, one is individualism, which is what he talked about most of his evening. Um, you know, freedom, personal liberty, et cetera, et cetera, right? Most of my damn evening. Well, I, I, I personally think the left created those. I mean, oh, I'm not. Our founding fathers were leftists, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, what I'm getting at is that's how he views himself, mm-hmm. you know. And he ain't an individual. Because it's a whole group of them that all support each other. Thank you. It was just like, you're going to sit there and act like, oh, I'm an individual. You're like, okay, well, you worked for a giant group um, that believes all the same shit, and then you worked your way up that group, and then now you go and talk about all the stuff that you all agree with. I mean, like, what are you talking about? Let's just keep it 100, man. Like, it's okay. You replaced Charlie Kirk. So so you the new face of this clown show, buddy. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And... I've seen pictures of you with Jordan Peterson. Oh, Stephen Crowder. Look oh, up, Jesus. look up the clip. Ben Shapiro. Look up the clip that says uh, "Great Minds." Great Minds. Yeah, <laughs> this is exactly on the, on on point right here. <laughs> Press play. Part of the reason why why we don't have as many great thinkers as we used to have, I can think of a few. You know, we have Jordan Peterson as one. I'd say Tucker Carlson is, is one, even though he's a little more brazen. I would even say Sam Harris, if you guys know that, is even though he got Trump derangement syndrome now and is no longer, I, I think, in that space. He brought out he brought out the entire IDW, man. You know? <laughs> and we already was 
you know, for for any for any uh, viewers that don't don't know what that is, that's good for the, you. That's the, yeah, good for you. One, you 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 have not been sent down the rabbit rabbit hole. You have not been Hooray. radicalized at this point. Thanks. You know, we trying to bring y'all back, man. I know I'm a little brash, so my type of you know oratory. And uh, the way I communicate, it might be a little bit too aggressive for you. But, I, I mean, just understand that I'm really passionate about these things. And I'm tired, man. I, re- I, I absolutely refuse to go through what my grandfather did. Mm. And I love him to death. But a lot, of, a lot of black men back then, they were suckers, you know. But they had to be that to survive. Sorry, man. I'm, I'm going to say what I got to say. And I'm going to back it up with facts and logic, you know. Facts. Don't care about your feelings. Mm-hmm. I don't care about none of y'all. But yeah, the IDW, uh, what they call Ben Shapiro, the <laughs> New York Times uh, platformed him by calling him the the cool kids philosopher. They play the violin. <laughs> He's a cool He's a kid cool who kid. read a book at parties. Uh, man, Ben Shapiro is not. Like I even have a place clown. to say. I've never even been to a party. <laughs> Well, look, man. Give it you time. turn twenty-one. Trust me, mm. I'm gonna take you to one. We we lit, dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, I cannot believe. It makes that that hurt. You know, like I have an unabiding faith in journalism. <laughs> um, but New you, York Times. Why, yeah. why are you fucking up like that? <laughs> why? New York Times. Don't why? get me wrong. Like you know, what's funny is uh, I don't want to get into all that. Uh, but like, yeah. there was the. Like they did a piece in the Star that was about like all the racist shit that they did back in the day. <clears throat> uh, the Times is also guilty of that stuff, as is yeah, pretty much every every newspaper. major publication. Yeah, in like America. anything that was like a Hearst Media sort of thing, mm-hmm. um, because I mean, like that dude almost ran like a propaganda uh, machine during that period in time of yellow journalism, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, Ben Shapiro is not cool. So this guy just said. Uh, you know, there's not as many great thinkers in our society, but, you know, there's a few like Jordan Peterson, Tucker Carlson. A guy that believes we as humans should should mock lobster hierarchy <laughs> <laughs> to but, to conduct ourselves. But lobsters. <laughs> a peelhead. You know, fall fall my oh, dude, he's, he's fall my trap my you know my trap cats out here, man. It, you know that's peelhead feel right there. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's peelhead feel right there, man. <laughs> Jordan Peterson, the 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 intellectual framework and you know great thinker of the right these days. <laughs> peelhead feel, man. Put the that man, together. The man literally eats nothing but red meat. Nothing. Not a single vegetable. It's like, you're killing yourself to try to be masculine like a fucking moron? Like, what are you doing? I like, don't get me wrong, I worked at a barbecue restaurant for several years, I worked at a steakhouse for a few years, I love red meat. Uh, but what the hell, man? Like, you gotta, like, not even having a chicken every once in a while, you're not gonna go out and have a wing, you're not gonna, like, you go, no, I have to have a steak or a hamburger or some shit like that every day every for every meal? For every meal. I can't imagine that. The virtue signaling, man. It's just like what is it's this? Crazy, my guy. It's crazy. Does it's he, just does absolutely. He drink, does he only drink like the juice from the steak? The only thing he, drinks? <laughs> he only drinks blood, uh, cow's blood mixed with scotch. <laughs> the manliest shit ever. Yeah. He calls them the dagger cocktails. Yeah. <laughs> he sit around on sets, you know, with cigar props. Like even even Will Will even Will Will's podcast, man. We recording this right now, video first live segment. Hey, you know. Mm-hmm. Straight up, and and check this out, dude. We ain't got a prop in this, <laughs> not one. Nah. But every time you see one of these conservative cats, whether they be on YouTube, uh-huh. whether they be on Twitter, wherever they post their content, they got a whole misson song. Yeah. And, and and for the for the film people, y'all know what that is, man. <laughs> Nothing in that room. And it does not serve a purpose. Everything in that background mm-hmm. is supposed to, to convey some meaning. Yeah. It's like the set director, like like that's what he got for his podcast segment. We just some regular, just some regular people in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, hat yeah. over here. We chilling, man. Got, you know, I got my grateful and blessed water bottle. Like the best <laughs> is yet to come. Like my nice, like you know, but you know. <laughs> What a wonderful world. Steven Crowder. Over here drinking iced tea. Yeah, you know. You (laughs) You know. You got Crowder with the holsters. 
you know what? We still got some more greatest hits, man. You know what I mean? So we we got some more for y'all next episode. We only went through, <laughs> we only went through a few of them. I'm a, I'm gonna go through. I can cut up some more if you want. I yeah. mean, cut cut it all up. Cause guess what, man? Yeah. We are going to make sure. Like I meant what I said, you punk mother. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I really meant what I said. I am going to run you off this campus, and I'm not gonna run you off this campus with violence. Mm. I'm gonna run you off this campus with intellect and rhetoric. So the people around here who make the decisions, no. And not only that, it doesn't take much. You just got to expose them for what they are. Yeah. Like, you're an AstroTurf terrorist group. <laughs> yeah, like, that. that's... <laughs> Drop the mic. Look, I got a couple mic drops on this joint. You know what I'm saying? Oh, for, mm-hmm. like, for sure. For real. And, I, and guess what? I'm just going to cut this raw. Yeah. <laughs> Hell th- yeah. Only thing I'm going to do is... Is I'm gonna go out and take out the blank spots. I ain't removing no cuss words, no nothing. You know, even I the stand, grunting noise I made. I stand by every word that I said here. And if you see me out here on this campus, or if you see me in real life, or if you read some of my writing, I stand by that. And I dare you to come challenge me. <laughs> Damn. Thank you, fans. Thank you. We love y'all. Yeah. And yeah. we will see y'all. Cause guess what? We here to support y'all, man, to build a better America. Yeah. No, I mean, if you're going to take a stand, if you're going to, you know, talk shit on somebody, this is the group. Yep. These are the people. You, you want know. to smoke, you found it, buddy. Yeah, yeah you guys want to be victim, you know. Then I ain't no victim. Mm-hmm. I've been a fighter my whole life, you know. Amen. Yeah, I'm not going to get intimidated. And I'm going to keep fighting because you can't whoop me with these words. And that's how we going to do on the Rural Report podcast. From here on out, this is you're- Screw TPUSA. <laughs> Yeah. For the rest of this semester. Yeah. We're renaming you're, it? You're you're at least being a, a segment. Yep. You're gonna be a through line, really. We're gonna <laughs> tie you in all the rest of the hate that we see across America. Mm-hmm. Woo! Because guess what? You promote it. I mean, truly. Like they're trying to overtake nah, not to open up a whole nother can of worms as we're trying to wrap up, but they're trying <laughs> but they're trying to kind of overtake like the Republican grassroots party. Oh yeah. Jesus. Like, like I said earlier. You you heard it? Go ahead. No, I, that's all I'm saying. Like it's <laughs> it's just a matter of like they it's like in some areas like Arizona because now they come to them to do you think Donald Trump Jr. just goes there because he wants to because mm-hmm. he's just bored on that whatever day that is no that's it for this week's episode of the Rue Report and we want to thank all the listeners from around UMKC the Kansas City metro area and the globe for joining us Listen to us every Friday on Anchor FM and Spotify to hear more engaging commentary on the latest hot-button topics that keep our world and news cycles turning. Make sure to like, subscribe, and share our podcast, and follow all UMKC media pages on social media to stay up to date on our latest thought-provoking content. You can find us at UMKC Rule News and at UNews UMKC on Instagram, at UNews underscore UMKC on Twitter, and Rule TV on YouTube. On that note, We got to do better, America, and we'll see you next week.